Welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. On today's show, we're going to talk about a very large donation for our veterans' homes for a very, from a very special VFW post. Learn about the uh, serving our troops over in Norway and check in with the Minneapolis VA. But first, it's time for, generally speaking, a weekly message from the Adjutant General of the Minnesota National Guard, Major General Sean Mankey. In the National Guard, we place a high value on physical fitness, just as important as our physical well-being as our mental well-being. This month, we recognize mental health awareness. I want to bring attention to the concept of resiliency and what it means for our soldiers and airmen. Resiliency is about our ability to adjust to and recover from adversity. While serving in the National Guard, we juggle many responsibilities, from family commitments to our civilian careers, all while fulfilling our commitment to our nation's defense. At times, we can feel overwhelmed. It is a natural response to our fast-paced lives. If you are experiencing difficulties maintaining this balance, I want you to know that help is available and that asking for help is a sign of strength. Our psychological health coordinators offer confidential assistance. You can call them 24 hours a day at 651-282-4029. That's 651-282-4029. Thank you, General Mankey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. So I said at the opening, we're going to talk about a very special donation from a VFW post here in Minnesota. Uh, And joining us to help us uh, discuss the VFW here is the department or state commander of the VFW, Dale Hogeveen. Commander, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. Thank you very much, Tom. It's good to be back. Well, here we are, sir, in the middle of February, and uh, you're deep into your your year as commander. How are things going? Uh, Things are going very well. Uh, We've... uh, with the current National Commander-in-Chief Tim Borland, membership is a, a number one focus uh, for all of the departments this year with a goal of achieving uh, 102%. Uh, just yesterday, we passed 97%. So I'm uh, very proud of the work that our posts uh, have done as far as recruiting new members and uh, retaining our, our current members. But yeah, we're off to a we're having a very good year in a lot of different ways. Commander, uh, how many VFW posts and how many? what's your membership total these days? I've got 197 posts uh, currently scattered throughout the state. And uh, right now our membership is uh, right at 28,000 members. We need another 859 uh, to achieve 100%. So we've got our work cut out for us. And Commander, that's going to be important when we when the state legislature opens up and when we have Veterans Day at the Hill, because you're part of what's called the Commander's Task Force, which is where uh, eight federally chartered veteran service organizations put their heads together, combine their membership, and go up to the Capitol to take care of our veterans. And that is important, Tom. Uh, last year, uh, we were very successful as we were able to uh, achieve the Veterans Omnibus bill for the first time. Uh, Our goal this year is to repeat that success, uh, having all the veterans' issues addressed in one uh, legislative bill. And so uh, my request of of my members throughout the state, contact your representatives, contact your senators, and ask them for their support of that veterans' omnibus bill. Uh, Last year's uh, bill contained uh, numerous provisions that that had tremendous impact on the lives of veterans and their families uh, in the state of Minnesota, 
and uh, and our work is not finished. So uh, I need I need everybody's support. Uh, I also need the support of the public. Uh, Minnesota is is blessed uh, with with a, a public who cares about their currently serving forces, their veterans, their families, and uh, if they have the opportunity to discuss that subject with a representative or a senator, I would certainly uh, appreciate that effort. So for all our listeners as our veterans, look for Veterans Day on the Hill coming up. You can go to the to the VFW website or the DAV, Disabled American Veterans, DAV.MN website, or just go out and Google Commander's Task Force. They have their own website, and if you get to that one, the legislative update, the, the agenda for what you're trying to achieve this year is posted on that website. Yes, sir. All of the priorities are there. <clears throat> We're speaking with the Department of VFW Commander Dale Hogevin on Minnesota Military Radio. Now, Dale, you've got a special guest with you today, and uh, we've, got to, we've got to talk about this very special VFW post, and uh, they're pretty close to the Twin Cities. They are. Uh, joining us today is Doug Johnson. He is the charitable gambling manager at Post 906 in Hutchinson. Doug, welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. Thank you. Doug, uh, you served in the in the military when and when and, when and where? Uh, I was in the U.S. Navy. Uh, I was deployed for uh, Enduring Freedom and Iraqi Freedom and uh, joined the VFW when I came back. Joined right away and you were, you're in. Now, I assume you live out in Hutchinson or uh, near there. I do. I've lived out there for pretty much my whole life. Great town, about an hour west of the Twin Cities. Can you tell us about the VFW out there? Uh, our VFW is uh, located right downtown. Uh, we have great members, good staff. Uh, our our community really supports our veterans, our veteran causes, uh, and and does that by visiting our post. And uh, it's a beautiful post just south of the river. Just south of the river, a couple uh, blocks off of Fifteen, isn't it? It is. Uh, we have a really nice uh, McLeod County Veterans Memorial Park right along the river. Uh, in fact, the the new police station for the city of Hutch is being built right across the street from it. Uh, we got a number of, of displays in there, a tank, a helicopter. There's uh, pavers for veterans in there. Uh, it's just uh, it's a really nice. So for our listeners who are veterans that might be passing through Hutchinson, uh, they should probably swing over on 15 just south of the river and, and head east a little bit, find the VFW, uh, check out that Veterans Memorial, and then stop in and say hello, right? Absolutely. Now, a little bit more on the VFW. we just got a few minutes left in this segment. Uh, you said you're the charitable gambling manager out there. Yes, sir. Do you have uh, – does that include bingo, pull tabs, what all happens? Yes, we have pull tabs, e-tabs, uh E-bingo, meat raffles. Uh, we do bingo three days a week. Uh, the charitable gambling is is our main re- way we we raise funds for for veterans and and for causes in our community. And and again, we have just wonderful support for our post. So that's the Charles McLaughlin VFW Post nine hundred six in Hutchinson. Uh, are you open for lunch or meals? Or we are. We open at eleven o'clock. Uh, we're open till. Uh, zero one hundred one a.m. and uh, six days a week, right. Monday through Saturday. So once again, for our veterans, you're passing through Hutchinson. There's a good, great place to stop in, get some lunch, maybe a beverage, and check out that Veterans Memorial. I've been there. It's a it's a beautiful piece of land right on the right on the river, and 
you're lucky to live in uh, such a nice town as Hutchinson. You've got about, about anything you need there. I think it's county seat. And if you have to get to Minneapolis, it's not too far away. No, you just get on Highway 7 and go east. You can be in downtown Minneapolis in about an hour and 15 minutes. So you've got the best of both worlds. You can live out there where it's not all the traffic and as busy as it is here in the Twin Cities. And if you need to get to a game or get down here for something, you can be there quick. That's that's right. All right. Now I want to talk just a little bit more of your charitable gambling. Uh, I understand that you're allowed after you pay allowable expenses and things that you are allowed and are supposed to spend some of that money to support charitable events in the community. You do things like uh, Boy Scouts and uh, tell us what you do with those funds. Uh, yes, we, we support different uh, uh, programs such as uh, the town baseball team and uh, high school program and things like that. Uh, and then one of the, the major donations we did this year, and we've always gave donations to the veterans homes uh, in Minnesota, but this year we did a real big and we're going to talk about that when we come back. And while we have you here, I want to thank you on behalf of the Minnesota Military Family Foundation for donating to that organization because we provide uh, emergency financial grants to uh, our military families here in Minnesota. And they had their biggest year ever in 2022. Almost 800000 in grants went out to those families. And couldn't do it without donations from posts like you and, and from everybody that helps us. So please bring that thank you back to your post. Commander, we have to take a a short break. When we come back, we're going to find out what your Hutchinson VFW post did to help the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. We're talking with uh, Dale Hogeveen and uh, Doug Johnson on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been talking to Dale Hogeveen, who's the department commander of the VFWs here in Minnesota, and Doug Johnson, who's the charitable gambling manager for the Charles McLaughlin VFW Post 906 in Hutchinson. Uh, it's a beautiful post uh, in Hutch, about an hour west of the Twin Cities. Uh, when you're traveling through there, they're open uh, six days a week for lunch. Stop in there, have a little lunch, and take a look at the Veterans Memorial that's almost right across the parking lot, isn't it, uh, Doug? Yes. It, it's if, if there wasn't for the fact of uh, uh, the new police station going in and uh, – the city liquor stores there, you could stand at the front of our post and see the park yep. right along the river. Last time I was out there, that that, that building wasn't built. So, And it's a, it's a beautiful veterans memorial. It's a, it's just a nice, quiet place just to just to stop and, and uh, take a look. It's I'd, I'd invite all of our listeners to do that. Now we want to come back, uh, uh, Doug, and talk a little bit more about the post. Uh, you are the charitable gambling manager. Is there a lot of that going on out there? A lot of charitable gambling in, in Hutchinson? There is. Uh, you would. Uh, I surprise myself sometimes when I when I look at the the numbers uh, that that we do and and how many people come in to to gamble and and do the pull tabs and the bingo and they actually uh, they look forward to it. I mean, when we're closed due to weather or some other thing, they're they're just disappointed about it. I mean, it's, it's Maybe an event. saving money, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we talked in the first segment about the fact that you take in that uh, money. There's some expenses you can pay, but the idea is to, it, it's charitable gambling. The idea is to support some good organizations. You came up, somebody at the post out there came up with an idea for a big donation. How'd that all come together? Uh, 
Well, we've done uh, donations to to a lot of organizations consistently uh, every year. And this year, uh, we just discussed uh, doing a larger, more substantial donation. We had the funds to do it. Uh, we knew there were some new uh, facilities coming online for veterans and that there may be needs out there that would not be met uh, through dedicated budgets. So through discussion, through membership approval, we uh, we came up with this. So at the post there, you decided that you were going to make a donation that would benefit the five current uh, veterans' homes in Minneapolis, Hastings, Laverne, Fergus Falls, and Silver Bay. Plus, there's three new homes under construction that uh, the commanders uh, have been up up close and personal with uh, dealing with the commissioner, right, Commander? That's correct. Uh, we're looking forward to opening in Preston, Montevideo, and Bemidji uh, later this year. And the uh, Minnesota Department of Veteran, uh, Veterans Affairs is frantically hiring. They need people in all those three new homes, and they need people in the other homes as well. So if you're in any of those communities and you want to go to work somewhere and help take care of our veterans and keep them close to home, why that's why they're building those new facilities, then you need to get a hold of the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs and apply for those jobs. They need you. Uh, they do need uh, talented folks to fill those positions. And, you know, in Minnesota, we are incredibly fortunate. Uh, the quality of care delivered uh, in our VA medical centers and in our state veterans' homes is beyond compare. All right, Doug, I want to come back to you this, this, to this magnificent donation. We've got five current homes and three new homes coming up. And how much did you decide to donate? And uh, uh, how difficult was that to, to make that decision? Uh, well, once we decided we wanted to make a more substantial donation, and I looked at the books and, and talked to the leadership of our post, uh, we decided to present to the membership that we wanted to do a $10,000 donation to each of the posts and a $10,000 donation to the veteran, uh, the VA health facilities in St. Cloud and at Sioux Falls, because that's from our VFW district. That's where most of our veterans get their health care. So it ended up being $100,000 uh, and 80000 of it going to the, to the veteran homes. Commander? That's a lot of money, 100000 bucks to benefit each of those eight veterans' homes, three of which are under construction, and then an extra $20. Uh, that is incredibly generous, and uh, I, I just want to thank uh, the members of Post 906 and the members of uh, the community of Hutchinson and the surrounding area. You know, a lot of people, when they're, when they're frequenting our VFW posts and, and playing pull tabs or playing bingo, uh, I'm sure the thought process that's going through their head is, I want this next one to be a winner. They, they probably don't really consider the benefit of the money that they're spending uh, in, with our charitable gambling programs. Uh, that's just an astounding donation. We're speaking about the VFW in Minnesota and specifically uh, Post 906 in Hutchinson on Minnesota Military Radio. Gents, uh, I've got a quote here from the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs Commissioner Larry Herkey. Uh, when he found out about this, he says a donation of this magnitude will go a long way to help increase the quality of life for our residents, whether it means expanding home services or providing unique or special home products not currently included on our campuses. The end result will be an improved daily experience for those veterans. 
what an incredible gesture and what an incredible thing to do with your char- charitable gambling. Doug, how do you feel about this now that you've now that you've you've done it, you've raised the money, you've announced it, and you're making the donations? You got to be pretty pretty revved up. Yeah, uh, you know, you 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 yeah, it's hard to put words to it. You you feel very very happy, very glad you can you can make a impact. Uh, across all of these facilities and, and for their needs. Uh, it uh, it just makes you feel good. Uh, and, and again, charitable gambling is what it is. It's, it's for uh, certain – for causes. And, you know, being a VFW, veteran causes, community causes, uh, that's, what's, that's what's close to our hearts. So it, it really wasn't a – it wasn't a hard sell, and it felt very good to do it. Doug, my briefing papers say that part of this funding will be used to purchase uh, televisions for residents' bedrooms, an expense that uh, skilled nursing care residents would traditionally cover. But uh, for our veterans that are in the homes uh, that that maybe didn't have the funds to do that, what a great thing! If you're if you're there and you have to be in the home and you got to spend some time in your room, at least television helps a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Doug, I want to thank you for coming to see us today, and I wish to get carried back to the, your post uh, the thanks of uh, Minnesota Military Radio and all of our veterans. Uh, what a great, great use of charitable gambling funds. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Commander, you've got posts all over the state, and, and do they all act like uh, Hutchinson? Uh, actually, Tom, our posts and auxiliaries uh, throughout the state do a tremendous amount of uh, community service. Uh, they they donate a lot of money to uh, sport youth sports programs, and on one program in particular uh, that we're very proud of, our Voice of Democracy program. That's uh, an oral essay competition, and uh, we just recently uh, selected our state winner. And she'll be representing the Department of Minnesota in Washington, D.C., the, the first week of March, uh, competing against the other 51 department winners. Uh, that opportunity to win a $35,000 scholarship, in addition to the money that our posts and our districts and the Department of Minnesota already awarded her, uh, just a, a great opportunity for our youth, and that's a, a program we're very proud of. Uh, also, the community service hours that our post and auxiliary members donate in their communities uh, has a tremendous impact on the quality of life uh, of the entire community, but in particular the veterans and the families that, that we focus our efforts on. Commander, we just got about a minute left, but I know throughout your year as commander, you're traveling around the state and you're visiting these VFW posts. I bet every post you go to, you find out something incredible they're doing by way of community service. Uh, you do. Uh, you know, every every veteran's story is is what strikes me, and not only the story of their service, but the stories of of what they've done uh, after their service. And and the the theme that continues to rise to the top is a willingness to continue to serve uh, their community, their fellow veterans, and their families. Uh, and I I just I find that remarkable. But but I also fully understand that because uh, we are all volunteers. And when you think about the amount of time and effort that people donate, uh, it is humbling. 
Commander, I want to thank you for joining us in the studio again today. Seems like you always get here on time. You're welcome, Tom. I uh, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, sir. That was State Commander uh, Dale Hogavine, along with uh, Doug Johnson, the gambling, or charitable gambling manager, uh, manager at VFW Post 906 in Hutchinson, Minnesota. Please stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about another great organization called Serving Our Troops. This is Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. In a few minutes, we're going to listen to an interview from Norway with Serving Our Troops. But first, it's time for the Commissioner's Corner, a weekly update from the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. Now, here's Commissioner Larry Herkey. President's Day, also known as Washington's Birthday, is the United States federal holiday that we celebrate each year. We celebrate in honor of President George Washington, our country's first president. George Washington was also the commander-in-chief of the Continental Army during the Revolutionary War. He was a compassionate military leader whose courage and determination inspired his troops. His refusal to quit or give up made the difference between victory and defeat on more than one occasion. General Washington was devoted to the well-being of his troops, his convictions, and his hope for a free nation empowered him to influence those around him in a powerful way. He not only voiced his influence, he lived it and he exemplified it through his actions with purpose, passion, and bravery. As with Memorial Day and Veterans Day, President's Day allows us another opportunity to honor our country's veterans. On President's Day, we pay tribute to the brave and audacious Commander-in-Chief George Washington and celebrate all U.S. presidents, past and present. Thank you, Commissioner Herkey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. Now, here's Doug Wortham interviewing Serving Our Troops on his recent trip to Norway. What an awesome opportunity to take Minnesota Military Radio overseas to visit Norway and celebrate 50 years of Norex, a troop reciprocal exchange between the Minnesota National Guard and the Norwegian Home Guard that started with a simple handshake. The Serving Our Troops organization was invited to help with that celebration by providing the American meal on the evening the troops returned to Camp Varnes from the Haltdalen training area. I was able to catch up with a few of the Serving Our Troops members during the uh, meal prep. Here's John Marshall explaining the origins of Serving Our Troops, followed by Kevin Olson sharing the motto. Sitting in Camp Varnus, Norway, with uh, John Marshall from Serving Our Troops. John, welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. Doug, thanks so much. It's a pleasure. Always, uh, always enjoy talking with you. Well, uh, John, you know, we're, we're here in Norway. We're celebrating the uh, 50th anniversary of the exchange between the Minnesota National Guard and the Norwegian Home Guard. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, serving our troops. Why are you here? What's your involvement, um, you know, to, to get your team here over to Norway? Yeah, you know, serving our troops, we started back in 2004. It was a handful of community leaders, business folks that, that got together and wanted to send a message from Minnesota, message of thanks uh, to our Minnesota National Guard soldiers who are deploying. Um, it's been going on for many years here now. Uh, we had the opportunity about 10 years ago, we were um, asked by the National Guard to partner with them on their uh, Norex exchange and come on over and do a, the American meal for the 40th anniversary. Uh, so this is our second time back here at the camp and um, really just enjoying meeting the soldiers and, and providing a little message from Minnesota of, of how we really do appreciate our Minnesota National Guard members. Yeah, so I was walking around the the area downstairs where the meal's going to take place. Uh, so the setup down there, that's not every year. This is a very special occasion. Uh, you said this is the second time now that uh, you'll be serving this meal here. Tell us a little bit about the meal. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's common for us at, at serving our troops to, to provide that exact same meal, whether it's been in Kuwait or Kosovo, Iraq. Um, it's the same meal that we're having here at Norrex, um, one that we provide to soldiers when they deploy at our big events. Um, it's a classic 12-ounce uh, Mancini's cut sirloin, a fantastic steak. Um, and again, we got salad and all the fixings, baked potato, uh, some green beans, just a great meal, fancy, uh, very nice dessert, and some ice-cold beer from the Shells Brewery in New Ulm. I was talking to the troops up on the uh, mountain in Hautdallen, uh, and everybody is looking forward to uh, this meal after eating MREs uh, for the last several days. I'm, I'm quite certain it's going to be a big hit. I'm pretty certain as well. I was talking to a couple of them. They've just gotten down as well. They're quite tired. They've been working hard, and uh, the MREs are okay. I think the fantastic medium-rare uh, steak served to order is going to be a, a nice treat for them. They're pretty excited. Serving our troops, our motto is, it's a simple thing, dinner with family. And uh, it, it really comes out of the fact that when we have an opportunity to serve our service members, our families, and our partners, the same steak that you would get uh, at Mancini's, uh, that's the benchmark. That's the standard. I also spoke with Kevin Schleif, and here's part of that conversation. So what was it about the Serving Our Troops organization that, one, led you to uh, want to get involved, provide some uh, support, but now to actually be here as a part of one of these events? Uh, it is a minor sacrifice compared to what the troops are doing for us. It is the least I can do to help out and, and support our troops who, uh, you know, keep us free. What does it mean to you personally to be here in Norway right now, knowing that this is a really big deal? I mean, obviously, not only are you here serving um, our troops, serving this great stake, but this is the 50th anniversary of an exchange between the Minnesota National Guard and the Norwegian Home Guard. Uh, what do you think about that as your first opportunity? to come and support serving our troops. You know, I think it's great that uh, in a couple days uh, the governor will be over here and it'll be it'll be finally become codified uh, and this will go on forever and ever. Uh, personally, I just, again, nothing but thank yous to, to all the people that, that help out. And, and uh, I feel uh, I have a son-in-law that's in the Air Force and, and uh, just really appreciate what they do for us. Well, Kevin, uh, we can't thank you enough and the Serving Our Troops organization enough for all the support you provide to uh, all of our service members and the families that get to enjoy a meal uh, similar to this when uh, their soldier, their airman is deployed. And um, what would you say is the final question here? What would you say to other organizations that uh, are kind of on the fence about, um, you know, reaching out to Serving Our Troops or providing some type of uh, support to uh, organizations like Serving Our Troops as it relates to providing uh, benefits and, and things to our service? members. If you get to experience something like this, you realize what it, what it means to the soldiers. And uh, uh, if you can get to serveourtroops.com, however you can help out, whether it's a, a couple bucks or you can volunteer your time for it, uh, I, I think that uh, uh, you will be repaid in some manner. I don't know what manner that is, but uh, um, serveourtroops.com help out a little bit and then if you again if you can volunteer your time we'd love the more the merrier after speaking with kevin i had a few minutes to speak with stephanie shimp who was one of the food captains on the trip so out of all of the places that you provided a meal starting back at fort mccoy uh now in norway where do you think how does this rank this is a beautiful camp and facility i have to say the kitchen here is is second to none 
And it really does feel like we're almost in Minnesota. The the climate, the topography, the, you know, a little bit of slick ice in the parking lot. I feel right at home. <laughs> but not literally falling, right? <laughs> right. And it, it's, uh, it's, you know, comparing to, say, Camp Arif John, where I've been a couple of times, it's nice to not be in 123 degree heat. Yeah, no doubt. And as the Norwegians say, there's no such thing as bad weather. There's only bad clothing. And, and in this weather here, uh, what they experience over the last couple of days, uh, it's good to have uh, great clothing uh, to keep yourself warm. Um, so final thing for you here, uh, before I let you get back to the kitchen and make sure everybody's still on track, um, you know, here we are. It's the 50th anniversary again between the uh, Norwegian Home Guard and the Minnesota National Guard. This is a great event for you to be at. It's a great event for the rest of the serving our troops people to be here. What would you say to other business people in the St. Paul area or throughout Minnesota who would like to maybe step up and, and get more involved with serving our troops or some other organization? Raise your hand and join us at our next event in Minnesota. Um, you won't regret it. And I've learned so much being with the military community You see the dedication, you see the sacrifice that these folks make, and it just makes you want to do more and help out and do our little bit in bringing that steak dinner and that meal. Just that tiny little bit is what we can do to say thank you. So I actually have one more question. Tonight you're going to serve this meal. What does it mean to you? to see the expression on these soldiers, these airmen, their faces when they get to eat this fantastic meal tonight and knowing that you are a part of providing a little bit of home over here in Norway. I can tell you for certain that I have been choked up on more than one occasion in this setting where you're bringing this this medium-rare, cooked, juicy, fresh steak to a soldier that perhaps has been eating MREs for the last two weeks, and it tastes great at home. It tastes even better here. One of the Serving Our Troops members is a United States Army veteran. I asked Trinidad Urebe what it means to him to have the opportunity to serve steaks to the troops during the Serving Our Troops events. Oh, boy. It's it's almost uh, hard to put into words, but, um, you know, experience, you know, the military life being deployed, you miss home. Um, it's just a great way to give back and, and see, you know, see the other side of things, you know, uh, giving back. Later in the conversation, I asked Trinidad if this was going to be the last event he participated in. And he had this to say. Oh, absolutely not. This is just the beginning. So look forward to the next ones coming up. And like I said, uh, anytime there's a, an opportunity to come, uh, I'll be there. Well, uh, Trinidad uh, Uribe, I just want to say thanks so much for spending some time with us here on Minnesota Military Radio. I personally appreciate your support. I know that our troops do. Um, Thank you for doing what you do, providing this great meal to our service members, both at home um, and abroad. Thank you very much. And like I said, look forward to have a great meal and skull. We have to take a short break. Uh, We'll be right back with uh, more of Doug Wortham's interview with Serving Our Troops. Please stay with us. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been listening to Doug Wortham as he interviewed serving our troops in Norway. So let's get back to that interview. While in the kitchen observing the meal prep, I was able to link up with Todd Hurley and Joe Fowler, who were on the potato duty assignment. I asked Joe how he got involved with the Serving Our Troops organization. His response and Todd's story both have a common thread. Pat Harris. The way I got involved is uh, met Pat, and uh, we were doing a 
uh, job feed, burgers and dogs out at the airport. And he said, hey, we do something like this. Uh, you should come with. We serve steaks overseas. I said, that's nothing like what we're doing right now, <laughs> serving burgers and dogs, but I'm in. Yeah, and I think Pat uh, Harris has that kind of a, a way with uh, words and a way with people. Uh, sometimes it's hard to say no, isn't it? I've never said no yet, so <laughs> I would agree. It's pretty hard to say no to a guy like that. Todd, I just want to come back to you. This is the 50th anniversary. You've been involved with the Serving Our Troops organization for a while. Um, how long have you been around with Serving Our Troops, and what does it mean to you to, to be here on the 50th anniversary of this great exchange? So I've been around Serving Our Troops from nearly the beginning. And, you know, the funny story, I, I was only trying to help raise money through uh, some golf events. And Pat Harris said, hey, you know, I could use a little extra help. This was on a Thursday. Asked if I would uh, head over to Kuwait on, a, on the next Monday and uh, with uh, 6,000 stakes. And I haven't been able to say no yet either. Another Serving Our Troops member I spent some time with is Ted Johnson. And so coming back to uh, your involvement and you being here, again, it's the 50th anniversary. This is your third time here for a Serving Our Troops event. But, but what does it mean to you not only to have the opportunity to do this, but to be here for this 50th, this milestone of, of this great exchange, which is soon going to become a formalized partnership through the state partnership program? Well, it's really, you know, it's really remarkable um, to think about this being the longest running reciprocal troop exchange. Um, And, uh, you know, I just like to to sit back and think about the history between Norway and Minnesota, dating all the way back to World War II, right? A lot of um, Norwegian-speaking Minnesotans that that came to Norway and served uh, in, in that conflict. Um, but in today's world, right, with everything going on in Ukraine and our soldiers facing danger, at, you know, all over the world and, and our allies, uh, I think it's really important to find ways to celebrate partnerships and relationships and alliances. And uh, particularly special that we have one of the longest sort of exchange programs in the entire world between Minnesota and Norway. So really proud, I guess. Proud is Proud is not only a Minnesotan, but proud is an American, too, to be able to show our support and celebrate a tremendous partnership. So what kind of emotions do you have as you've been able to serve now thousands of stakes, knowing this organization has served well over 100,000 stakes to our service members and families around the globe? How does that make you feel inside? You know, it's... I, I guess it, it, it fills feels you with a certain amount of pride, um, I never served in the armed forces, but uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for the men and women that put their lives on the line for the rest of us. And I think like so many Americans, you you wish you had more ways to demonstrate that support or show that support. And so um, it evokes a certain amount of pride. I mean, in, in not only our nation, but specifically the men and women of Minnesota. And what they do, especially citizen soldiers of the National Guard. I mean, these are our neighbors. There are teachers. There are friends at the workplace. And they find time and ways to put their lives on hold to help serve the rest of us. And uh, it's just really important to find your way to demonstrate that appreciation. So I guess I probably take away more than anything. I just feel very prideful of our community and the, and the citizen soldiers that, uh, that make this all happen. Any final message for um, other business uh, people in the Twin Cities area or, or Minnesota in general and a final message to any of our troops? Well, I would urge any any business person, um, 
you know, looking for something to engage the community, to give back, to, to find a worthy cause. This is an incredible uh, this is an incredible mission, incredible organization, and really would recommend, um, you know, to find the time, to find the space, to get engaged and get involved. It's such a worthy cause. I know the men and women of the National Guard appreciate it. Their families appreciate it. And uh, it's one of the more meaningful experiences I've had of all the different nonprofit work that I've done over my career. And uh, I think it would be a great place for businesses or individuals to put their time and money and energy. This has been a great experience, and I'm extremely honored to have been given the opportunity to travel to Norway to celebrate this historic milestone, 50 years of a true reciprocal exchange between the Minnesota National Guard and the Norwegian Home Guard. I'm also very grateful for the opportunity to spend time with members from the Serving Our Troops organization and share their story. Joining me now is Director Pat Kelly from the Minneapolis VA Healthcare Center. Director Kelly, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Good to be back with you. Very good, sir. I understand you've had a few ribbon cuttings lately. You know, in the last seven days, we, we opened three uh, new locations. And so these these are clinics where we've had a presence, but uh, we've built uh, bigger um, and with more services in, in our clinics in Mankato and St. James. Uh, and then... On the 10th of February, we, we opened a, uh, a new, beautiful, large clinic in, in our Maplewood uh, location. So that's, again, one of our metro area clinics where we we like to move some of our services out of the medical center and into the, those locations where it's more convenient for veterans to get their services, where they don't have to drive as far into the city and deal with traffic and all. So we we opened uh, Maplewood on the 10th of February, and uh, again, you know, some new services and a, just a beautiful New building, uh, very close to the other location, so veterans will not get lost going there. But it's, uh, yeah, some some nice new locations. Director, uh, construction, we always talk about it. Uh, I understand you're uh, getting near the end of one project and maybe getting ready to start another? Well, you know, we have a, we have a plan, Tom. I think we've talked about it here. Where we are transitioning many of our, all of our uh, medical and surgical uh rooms to single patient rooms. And so that's a multi-year project. And part of this project is we need to move some of those uh, current services out of existing spaces and into new spaces so we can retrofit those other uh, places for single bed uh, wards. And so we we built a specialty clinic. Um, You know, that thing has been ready for three months to open, actually, but we've had some supply chain (laughs) issues that... uh, you know, just missing a couple parts, but we, we, we are ready to open our new specialty clinic. It's right to the left of the circle when you come into the medical center, and then shortly thereafter we'll start uh, cooking on the uh, on the women's center, which will be very near that, that very location too. So so good 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 progress, all in the name of, uh, you know, better services and, and single-patient rooms is our goal. Director, you know, I've been waiting for the, the start of that women's cl- clinic for a long time. They uh, they worked hard. They're veterans. They deserve it. Uh, and uh, that'll be fun when you get that one moving. I, I agree, Tom. I'm, I'm anxious to get that going, too. Director, we've talked in the past. You've got a lot of partnerships with the veteran service organizations. And, of course, they help uh, with the claims that veterans uh, file. I understand that you're bringing those folks back up to the first floor atrium. Yeah, so for the veterans and, and your listeners who come to the medical center, you know, we over the last several years have moved a lot of the support services down to the to the flag atrium inside the main entrance so that if you want to talk to your VBA representative, if you want to meet with someone who does uh, 
billing, uh, if you want to meet with your service organization representative. So, you know, we've got VFW and DAV and Legion and Purple Heart and, and other service organizations in the building. Uh, and we also have the, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, you know, who deal with a lot of state benefits and issues that may not be rated uh, through uh, through the federal government, but, but some good state services. And so what we're trying to do is to get it so that veterans can come here and, and maybe get most of their services here in addition to their medical care. So they don't have to get over to the Whipple Building or maybe downtown to St. Paul. Uh, they can do it all here uh, while they're getting their health care. So, so some new things coming in. Uh, you mentioned the VBA. Uh, uh, and so more service organizations, more VBA, more presence. Uh, e- easier for veterans to do one-stop shopping that way. It'll be easy to find them on the first floor flag atrium. Director, just a few seconds left. Are you hiring? Yeah. Send us, send us people, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send Obviously, as many as we can. Director. All over the state. So, uh, you know, we're, we're holding our own, it's, but, it, but it's, uh, it's a competitive health care market. And so we're uh, competing against a lot of good health care providers in our state. And so, uh, so you bet. Federal government's a good place to work, and we uh, have competitive salaries and good benefits. So we'd, we'd love to hire some more people. Director, thanks for joining us today. Pleasure, Tom. Thank you. That was Pat Kelly, the director of the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System on Minnesota Military Radio. We're just about out of time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Minnesota Military Radio. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us this week, Dale Hogeveen and Doug Johnson from the VFW, Doug Wortham interviewing Serving Our Troops from Norway, Commissioner Larry Herkey of the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, and finally, Minnesota's Adjutant General, Major General Sean Mankey. Please join us next week as we talk about the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs and some special folks from the Minnesota National Guard. That's coming up next weekend on this station or online anytime at minnesotamilitaryradio.com. I'm Tom Lyons, and I hope that you make a difference in someone's life this week. Minnesota Military Radio is a production of iHeartMedia, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, the Minneapolis VA, Beyond the Yellow Ribbon, and the Minnesota National Guard. Your host is Tom Lyons, founder and owner of Phelan Partners Limited, a merger and acquisition advisory firm. Tom is a life member of the American Legion, VFW, Vietnam Veterans of America, and the DAV. For podcasts and the latest updates, follow us at minnesotamilitaryradio.com.